Welcome to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Whether you're a backyard gardener, a market gardener, or a small-scale farmer just starting out or a seasoned grower, this show is for you. Join us as we share tips and tricks, tactics and hacks to growing food for yourself, your family, and your community, as well as sharing stories here from the field and other growers and farmers making a difference in their local food webs. My name is Cody, and I will be your host, so let's get growing. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Happy Friday, y'all. It's a little rainy today, but actually just perfect timing because I know there's going to be a lot of planting going on this weekend and next, and it's really just about that time here in Michigan. So the timing couldn't be better. And today's topic is going to be particularly exciting, especially for all you first-time gardeners out there, and quite honestly, any gardeners out there. But if you've been gardening for any amount of time with any amount of success, my guess is you've got a pretty good handle on this. Today we are going to dive deep into one of the most important aspects of gardening that I personally think can make or break your entire season and your entire experience. So like I said before, it's super important to me for the first time gardeners to experience success, experience a decent harvest, and experience the fruits of their labor. So today we are going to be talking about exactly that, and that is timing. Yes, you heard that right. The success of your garden depends greatly on the time you choose to plant your seeds and when you decide to harvest them. So get comfortable and let's start demystifying the gardening calendar. Now you know when planting your first garden, one quickly realizes that it's not just about picking your favorite plants or digging some holes in the backyard. I mean, it can be as simple as that with a few additional strategies involved but it's really a careful dance of understanding the subtle cues nature provides and syncing your gardening activities to its rhythm this is where the concept of a planting and harvest calendar becomes incredibly valuable now the first thing we really need to understand is the role of the climate now I've preached on this all spring every gardener's journey must begin with an understanding of the climate or region that you live in Right, as I always say, it's all about context. What I do here in zone 5B is not gonna be what you guys are doing down in Florida or out in Texas, at least not at the exact same time. Different geographical locations have varying climates and weather patterns, which significantly influence the planting and harvesting periods of your plants. But climate isn't just about whether you live in a tropical or temperate region, it's about understanding the minute details The timing of your first and last frost date, the average rainfall, and the intensity of sunlight and the length of your growing season. All of these factors play a crucial role in deciding when to plant your seeds and when you can expect to harvest them. And just like I talked about in the very first episode in this series, is once you understand your local climate, then it's time to choose the plants that you want to grow. Now while your personal preferences plays a huge role here in my opinion, It's really essential to consider the suitability of your plants to your climate, the space available in your garden, and the gardening resources. All right, like I've said before, I would love to grow oranges here in Michigan. It's really just not going to happen, not on an efficient level, without having control over the entire growing environment. Some plants thrive in cool spring or fall temperatures, while others love basking in the full glory of summer. You know, they love the sun. So knowing the preferences of your chosen plants can significantly increase their survival rate and yield, i.e. how much food are you going to get in the end, right? What are the fruits of your labor going to be? 
Speaking of that, why was the cucumber mad? <laughs> because it was in a pickle. <laughs> I had to slip that one right in there quick, guys, before I forgot about it, honestly. So now that you've got a list of the potential crops, it's really time to delve into the specifics of each one. This is where you really want to do your research. When is the optimal planting time? How long do they need to mature? Do they have any specific care requirements? For instance, some crops, like tomatoes, might require a longer growing season, while others, like lettuce, are quick to harvest. This research stage is going to help you understand the unique requirements of each plant and ultimately enable you to create a personalized planting and harvest calendar. There's a big difference in the requirements and the time it takes, say, to start lettuce seeds opposed to hot pepper seeds. Big difference. And if I don't know what those requirements are, I'm not going to have a very successful crop of either. So this research stage is really going to help you understand the unique requirements of each plant and ultimately enable you to create a personalized planting and harvesting calendar. If you guys were to ask me what is my favorite tool on the farm, I would tell you it's my personalized planting and harvesting calendar. <laughs> Hands down, I would say that's, that's number one. That is what simplifies everything else that I do. So now with all this knowledge at hand, from the research you've done, you're now equipped to create a planting and harvesting calendar. And this will be your guide throughout the gardening season, telling you when to sow, when to transplant, and expect to harvest. You're going to want to make sure to take into account the estimated time to maturity for each crop and leave some room for unexpected weather changes. Your calendar should be fairly flexible and adaptable, just like nature itself. You know, for instance, here in Michigan, it is very common to get a last frost within the last, even up to the last week of May. But we'll have some 70, maybe even 80 degree days early in, in May. So it's really common for people to plant out, say, their cucumbers when it's nice and warm and then have them killed off before they should have actually planted them, say, on Memorial Day or after. But the nice thing is, is even though they may have encountered, which this has happened to me and this is why I can speak on this, is I've lost a 50-foot bed of cucumbers in my market garden because I wasn't expecting the 10-day forecast didn't even show. You know, I wasn't expecting a, fro a hard frost that very last week of May. And it happened. It wiped them out a couple years ago. But the nice thing is, is that even with that unexpected weather change, I was able to direct seed the cucumbers. Now, I got lucky, right? If that had been my peppers, it wouldn't have been so good. But because it was cucumbers, I was able to direct seed the cucumbers and really not lose that much time on the growth and I don't believe I lost anything on my harvest. So your calendar really should be flexible and adaptable. Again, like I said, just like mother nature. Now, here is where technology can actually give you a helping hand or even maybe even the upper hand. You know, in our digitally connected world, as much as I like to avoid a lot of it, <laughs> I have implemented now garden calendar apps designed specifically to do this process. Now I have used in the past Google Calendar, which works fantastic. And I still revert back to that once in a while for different tasks. But I've also started implementing a couple other different gardening apps, which I'm really not going to share yet on this podcast because I want to use them for the season and, and make sure they're not too glitchy. But so far, I will say they've been fantastic. 
and allowing me to implement different strategies in my planning and in my clients planning for this year's gardening calendars. I know for myself the apps have really simplified the process and the apps often come with preloaded information about planning and harvesting times and sometimes even companion planning specific to your region. You know they will consider facts like your local climate and the time it takes for each crop to mature and even the weather changes. So using a garden calendar app, I'm not going to promote one yet, but I would say heck, check a couple out, see which one you like best at this point. I know I've checked out a few, haven't liked all of them, but there are some handy ones out there. Using a garden calendar app not only simplifies the creation of your calendar, but it also helps you stay organized throughout the season without a whole lot of maintenance once you get it set up preseason. Many of these apps provide timely reminders, which I know at 48, I'm starting to need <laughs> when it's time to sow the seeds or harvest a particular crop, ensuring you never miss these critical windows. So to give you a better sense of how this plays out in real life, let's examine the timing for five specific crops. We'll compare two different USDA hardiness zones, zone 5B, which I live in here in West Michigan, but it also includes areas like Des Moines, Iowa. And we're gonna compare that with zone eight, encompassing cities like Austin, Texas. So starting with tomatoes, for those of you in zone 5B here, you'd want to start your seeds indoors somewhere around April 1st to April 15th. And then we can transplant them outside after the last frost. You know, and like I just said, typically around here, that is June 1st. I do not ever advise anybody locally here to plant their tomatoes out before June 1st. And our first ripe tomatoes usually going to arrive in August. Our cherry tomatoes maybe in July. However, for our zone 8 gardeners, you guys can start your tomato seeds indoors much earlier around February 15th and transplant them outdoors after your last frost date, which is usually around April 1st. So your harvest can begin as early as June. So you guys down there can get a real early jump on things. And because of the reach of all of the social platforms, I see people up here getting fooled by that all the time because they see people starting their seeds and planting stuff out in a totally different growing zone and think that it's okay here. So you really want to know and grow for the context in which your growing zone is. Now for lettuce, a cool weather crop, you know, gardeners here in zone 5B, we could plant our seeds outdoors as soon as the soil can be worked, which is usually late March to early April, and harvesting can begin in May. In contrast, in zone 8, you can plant your lettuce seeds outdoors in early February and probably begin to harvest them in March, if I'm not mistaken. Cucumbers, here in zone 5B, can be started indoors around May 1st and then transplanted outside after the last frost, which is, like I said before, June 1st. I will never put cucumbers out before June 1st. Now, could you get away with it? Will people say, I planted out there and they grew just fine? Yes, people are going to get lucky. Yes, you might live in a specific little hollow where you don't get the frost. But I know for myself, putting them out two weeks early doesn't gain me any benefits whatsoever and definitely is not worth the risk, in my humble opinion. So our cucumbers go in the dirt June 1st, with the harvesting beginning around August. Again, maybe even late July. Zone 8 gardeners, they can start their cucumbers indoors around March 15th and transplant them outdoors 
after the last frost again around April 15th and start harvesting in June. And then the pattern just continues for zucchini. In zone 5B, start your seeds indoors in late April, early May, transplant them outside after the last frost around June 1st and expect your harvest to begin in July. In zone 8, start your zucchini seeds indoors in early March and transplant them outside after your last frost date around April 1st and you can start harvesting as early as May. Finally, the green beans, which are typically direct sown. And in zone 5B, gardeners can sow the seeds outdoors after the danger of frost around May 15th to May 20th, with the harvest beginning in July. And in zone 8, you can sow your seeds outdoors after your frost-free date around April 1st, and start harvesting in June. So each of these cases, you can see how understanding your local climate and the requirements of each crop can really help you optimize your planting and harvesting times. And don't forget, a garden calendar app can be a fantastic tool to help get these dates organized and provide timely reminders. So that brings us to the end of our deep dive into the importance of timing in planting your first garden out. Well thought out planting and harvesting calendar, whether manually, created or aided by an app, can make the difference between a bountiful harvest and a very disappointing yield. Always remember to consider your local climate, carefully choose your crops, thoroughly research your chosen plants, and rely on your gardening calendar for guidance. By adopting these practices, you're not just planting a garden. You're actually cultivating a deeper connection with nature's rhythm and setting the stage for a rewarding, successful gardening journey. So if there's one thing I would suggest putting at the top of your priority list to really figure out this year when it comes to your garden, that's gonna be timing. I really cannot express how much the success of your garden depends on it. So hopefully you can implement these tactics. Hopefully this was another value-packed episode for you guys. It looks like it's gonna be another great weekend, a good weekend for getting out there, getting some seeds in the ground. I would still hold off on your tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers for another week here yet, but we are getting close. So get out there guys, get your hands dirty, make somebody smile. We'll talk to you on Monday.